Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to What is Going Om for new thought from the edge of Om. Each week on Om Time's flagship radio show, veteran broadcaster, author, and media consultant Sandy Sedgbeer conducts thought provoking interviews with inspirational authors, artists, musicians, scientists, speakers, and filmmakers who are working at the point where spirituality and science meet consciousness at the very edge of Om. Here is your host, Sandy Sedgbeer. Hello. You don't really believe in astrology, do you? Now, that was the question I was ridiculed with over and over again when I started studying astrology back in the 70s. But that was when astrology was still largely dismissed as harmless entertainment, something to be tucked away near the comic pages in the tabloids or only shared in women's magazines. Fast forward a few decades... And as another tumultuous year lurches to a close with more evidence that governments, corporations, financial institutions and the media can no longer be seen as the bastions of truth we once worshipped, ironically, it's astrology that is providing us with the most reliable guidance and insights to help us set a new and positive compass for moving forward into an uncertain future. Joining me today for an in-depth discussion on astrology, why it's finally earning the respect it deserves, what it can tell us about what's driving the drastic changes we're experiencing, what's behind the pandemic, how long it's likely to last, why all our systems are crumbling, why secrets, corruption and lies can no longer stay hidden, and what we can look forward to in 22 and beyond is Pam Gregory an internationally celebrated astrologer who achieved the highly respected Faculty of Astrological Studies Diploma after eight years of study and then graduated with the highest honours in her master's course. Pam Gregory is the host of a very busy YouTube channel that regularly receives hundreds of thousands of views and she's the creator of a popular and rigorously accountable monthly newsletter that provides detailed retrospective evidence of the accuracy of astrology. Pam Gregory, welcome. Thank you so much, Sandy. Joy to be with you. You too. Pam, you discovered astrology some decades ago when you emigrated to Canada after university. What attracted you to it? I I stumbled into it, really, Sandy, because um, it was the first week I I was in Toronto, having emigrated, um, and really just sort of stepped off a cliff edge with no job and not knowing anyone in Toronto, but I just really wanted to live in the kind of vast landscapes of Canada. So I I arrived in Toronto, and in that first week, I joined a a yoga class. And at the end of that class, a couple of the girls said to me, that chap over there is an astrologer. So I went up to him and said, look, I know absolutely nothing about this, but I would love you to do my chart. And I went to see him a week later, and I remember it like it was yesterday, because I spent seven hours with him. And he just cracked my world open because he was able to go back in my life and give me dates and times and ages where um, certain events had had happened and the meaning of those events. And it was like this whole kind of landscape or tapestry of meaning, which I'd been completely unaware of until then. It was like a deeper state of being that was a kind of energetic architecture to my life and indeed to everybody's lives. this is the case, which I hadn't perceived until that session. And it was just absolutely life-changing for me. And since that time, (laughs) I haven't stopped studying astrology. And I still study it. I learn something every single day. It's so vast. There's so much to know. And I just really bless the day that, that I met him and that happened because I don't know what my life would have been without it. It would have been nowhere near as rich 
mm. no, nowhere near as deep and nowhere near as full of meaning as it is with, with astrology. I'm, I'm so grateful for it. And that's the word, isn't it? Meaning. I mean, it does give us answers. Uh, it gives us a compass. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't but, dictate, you know, it doesn't dictate the analogy I often use. Is it's, yes. like, it's like a sheet of music that you, you can choose how you play that music. So it isn't um, prescriptive or dogmatic. It doesn't, mm. uh, you know, we're not fated in that way. But it's, it's like giving you a cosmic weather forecast, which you can either choose to ignore and go out in the rain without a brolly, or you can, you can maximize whatever the weather's giving to you, as it were. You can, you can strategically maximize your opportunities in life. Um, mm. So it's wonderful for that, just just practically to live strategically. Yeah, my um, teacher always used to say it impels, it does not compel. Yeah. And the number of times I would try try to disprove, <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and uh, every time she was right on target. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to know, Pam, when you went to Canada, was that in the late eighties? No, it was 1979. No, sorry, 1976. 1976, I emigrated. Right. Okay. It's just so many, you know, 1976 was when I started studying astrology. But, um, But I don't think it made the biggest impact on me until the late 80s. And um, bearing in mind that we had the harmonic convergence around that time, which seemed to shift a lot of consciousness, I just wondered whether that, you know, did the same thing for you too. I think it's been all the way through. It's just come in surges all the way through because even though I was very busy in a kind of normal day job, as it were, working in the corporate world for 35 years, astrology was always my passion, evenings, weekends, doing courses, mm. studying, because it was very demanding to, um, you know, to try and grasp everything. And so, yeah, it just came in surges and waves and continues to do so because now we're discovering planets that are further out in space and that's a whole new level of consciousness that we're starting to integrate, which is really exciting. Well, as I alluded in my introduction, our views and opinions about astrology have changed dramatically since you and I first started studying it. I mean, and, you know, people used to say, oh, oh, it's not true, or, oh, you can't believe in that, or it's, you know, it's it's just a parlour game, um, you know, telling your fortune. Um, And the worst one is, well, it's not a real science, is it? I mean, not really. Um, But what we are finding now is it's almost as though we are uncovering new aspects or we're able to see deeper into astrology because there's a whole new respect for it. I think that's true, and I think it's partly the nature of our times that people need more guidance, so they're turning to it rather than dismissing it. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I had to call my first book that. You don't really believe in astrology because I was asked about it. But but I'd always say, you know, it's a kind of nonsensical question because it's simply a language because you, you never say, well, I don't believe in French. It just is. And astrology is just a language. It's not a belief system. You don't have to be religious or not. It's simply a language. It's a different cut through to reality, a different paradigm, if you like, a different way of viewing it that isn't um, visible if you don't have that that structure, that language. So it really is learning a language of geometry, sacred geometry, mathematics, but also deep symbolism. And it's it, it's it's just wonderful. It's like a 97-piece sort of dimensional jigsaw, um, and it, you never get bored. I never, ever, ever have a dull day. Um, I just go deeper and deeper with it, and I know I, I will can... till the day I sort of pop off. Yeah, I can, sure. I can imagine. I can understand that. So back then when you were studying it, I mean, were you able to see the difference it was going to make to your life and the explosion, you know, um, you know, your work has exploded uh, just exponentially over the last few years. Did, yeah. Were you aware of that? No, not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> I was just doing it because it was just so profound and it made so much sense that, you, you know, it, it gives a different layer of reality because if at the 3D level, which we very much are at the moment, we're experiencing chaos and difficulty and challenge at a higher level of reality, you can actually very clearly see the astrological symbolism and patterns that we are meant to be going through this for a particular reason. So it gives you, 
great objectivity, perspective, but also kind of reassurance that even when times are very tough, you, are, you can see the meaning. We are meant to be going through this for a deeper and a higher reason. I mean, when my marriage was breaking down, um, that was a very difficult time, but I could see beyond all the hubbub of that why it had to happen so I could better step into my power, just absolutely what happened. So at the time, I think when I was starting off, I didn't have a clue where it was going to go. <laughs> I'm still not sure. I just try and get through my days, I think, like everybody else. But as I say, I just it just gives me such incredible insight and I think calmness about life. Even in these super tricky times, I can feel calm because I can. It helps me to see the bigger picture. Yes, exactly. And again, if you if you really believe that it impels, it doesn't compel. You can be strategic, as you said, and uh, you, you know you can work things so that they suit you better. Yes, and we co-create. You know, that's why I call my second book "How to Co-create" using the secret language of the universe, because we truly do co-create when we're playing a piece of music. We are co-creating with that sheet of music. We can play it with a couple of rusty spoons or we can play it with a London Philharmonic. We can have a tiny mm. life. We can have a magnificent life. We are co-creating with that energy. And I think so often people think the future is set, like a film set, because they'll often say, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, I never know 100% what's going to happen because we are co-creating. It depends on, on our individual and collective frequency into how that reality forms. The future is invisible, probably more invisible at the moment than it's ever been, but the future is always invisible because we're creating it. And so I've been saying in a couple of videos recently that I think astrology is really only half the picture because the other half is the, is the frequency that we bring to that sheet of music. And I think that's really important. And that's actually quite empowering because we move from everything's fated and I'm a victim to I can have influence on this. I'm yeah. a powerful co-creator. And I think that shift in perspective makes a huge difference to people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've tested that so many times when I've used astrology um, and taken advantage of, you know, certain aspects to, to manifest things that I've wanted to create. And yeah. it works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Magnificent. Fantastic. One of the things that I love about your newsletter is you are teaching people by doing your monthly reviews of the, you know, the aspects that you outlined the month previous and yes. explaining, you know, OK, so now this is the aspect. This is what it, you know, it tends to bring with it. This is what it's associated with. And here's what's happened. Yes. And um Yes, yes. And I think that that's something that really needs to happen for people to grasp and understand it. And I mean, just looking at your December newsletter, um, I mean, who, who would have thought some of those things, um, you know, more exposures of corruption, financial secret, sexual secrets, yes, but the plague of scorpions. <laughs> Yes, that's extraordinary. It was biblical. It was so literal. It was. It was. Tell our listeners about that in case they haven't seen that piece. I, I can't remember which country it was in. Sandy, it's probably in front Egypt. of Egypt. Um, it was Egypt. Okay, even more biblical. But um, <laughs> there was a lot of activity in the sign of Scorpio. And Scorpio is about secrets. It's about financial and sexual secrets coming to light. But it is also Scorpio is the sign of the scorpion. And all of a sudden, at that time, there's a plague of scorpions that appeared in Egypt. I mean, it was sometimes the cosmos really has a sense of humor. It was mm. so literal. And so that's what I like to do. I like to anticipate the kind of event. It's not like a psychic skill where you can see the event, because as I say, we're co-creating, but you can anticipate the quality of the energy and the timing. And then the following month, as you said, Sandy, I always say, okay, so what was the proof of the pudding? What actually happened? What manifested with those energies? Yeah. So it's a great way to teach people, but it also keeps me on my toes because I have to be accountable in everything I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely. I, that, that for me, is very important. And, and it's a big part of helping people to see that astrology is unfolding in the world in every moment, in every moment. Mm. And, and, and that's the power of it as well. Well, and, it, you know, people do need a compass. They do need something to hold on to, something they can rely on, because every other compass that we've had is disappearing. Yes, 
it's just collapsing faster than you yeah. can say lickety-split. Um, and all the corruption that's coming up now in lots of places across the world. And we are just on the edge. We are on a precipice, I think, of an absolute avalanche of events that is going to start could be today could be tomorrow could be next week but december astrology is packed and complex so is january february march um so we are i think we can all feel being on the edge of just a a huge it's like an avalanche really of events in various you know one set of events is going to trigger another set of events a lot is going to happen in the u.s Mm. all eyes are on the u.s because we have this really major what is called the u.s pluto return that you will be familiar with sandy but what that means is that this sounds a weird thing to say it took me a while to get my head around but every country has a birth chart and you think well that's kind of crazy but if you think every every chart is just literally um an expression of the moment of that moment in time and the charts of countries are established when the last legal entity was established for that country constitutional entity so for the u.s um it's the declaration of independence which happened on the 4th of december 1776 philadelphia 10 past five in the afternoon and that chart has been used by 100 millions probably of astrologers and it's been tested with transit so we know that's reliable and in that chart pluto the planet pluto is in the second house of the country's economy and constitution and it takes about 246 to 248 years for Pluto to come right round its orbit back to that same place, which it is going to do in February of next year and all through 2022, all through 2023. We are well into that energy already. And so I think there's going to be, uh, and other aspects um, back it up. I mean, a lot of aspects are backing that up. So for the US, I think it's going to be huge economic and financial change and of course because everything is connected globally that's going to start ripples across the world i think it's going to be constitutional change i think it's going to be political change and i think it's even going to be geographic change in terms of what is the u.s made up of um and i think that's going to be very significant so all of those things are going to be happening really pretty intensely i anticipate in the next two years for the u.s and they will have their their ripples as i say because if they're their question marks around legitimacy of governments that's going to ripple out to a lot of other countries the economy is all connected and i've got my eye on the moment at the moment on a, a very large property company you're probably familiar with sandy called evergrande and mm-hmm. evergrande um is hanging on a thread um if evergrande goes down that will take down all of the property sector in china which is 15 percent of the chinese economy but it will also have have, as i say ripples across all the global markets there'll be a kind of contagion because there's so many loans and debts involved in that company and it has missed the last two loan payments. And currently the Chinese government are trying to raise funds via the Chinese Central Bank to make sure it's propped up and it, it doesn't cut, but it's absolutely hanging on a thread. So it may or may not be Evergrande that triggers it. It may be something else, but it, you know, we, are, we are really into that energy. And anywhere between now and February, that's when it's, but it could be, to, you know, it could be tomorrow, it could be Monday, when that really starts to kick off and that will... That will change so many things. It will reveal, I think, a lot more corruption at high level. That's the process of Pluto moving through Capricorn anyway. And a lot. I mean, I want to call next year the year of revelations and revolutions. Because I think so many truths are going to come to light. And that is going to um, wake people up. And they are going to take to the streets in an even bigger way than they have already. I think we could see that really widespread mm. in an even bigger way that's my sense it's a very it's it, next year has a very different quality of energy to the last two the last two have been very contracted and locked down and rules and regulations and you can't do this and you can't do that you can't do that but there's a shift as we go through this winter solstice and into next year a really very significant shift that will change the energy and if you want me to talk about that sandy i i can do that now um, yeah, please do, because, I mean, I think we're all aware, we can feel it building. More and more people are getting vocal. Um, more and more people are ignoring some of the uh, restrictions and the orders and are, you know, 
really pushing hard for their freedom. Yes, absolutely. You know, we've, we've been very obedient, we've been very compliant, but particularly things like um, yesterday or the day before it came out that um, our Prime Minister and a lot of his senior MPs had had a, a big Christmas party last year with no social distancing, no masks, whatever, whereas his, his obedient um, populace were severely locked down. Their parents might have been dying alone in nursing homes, but they were all obeying orders. They'd lost their business, possibly. And so people look back at that and think, wow, these are the guys setting the rules, but clearly not obeying them at all. You know, they're laughing at us. So that has created quite a lot of anger in this country. I think we have to be very careful that of, I think we always need to protest peacefully if we're going to protest because some people may want us to be angry if you follow mm. because if we're angry then that may require more yes. constraint are you following me yes yes absolutely that's <laughs> what i'm saying here but anyway um so uh, the last two years astrologically have been incredible you know in in January 2020 there was a particular aspect Saturn conjunct Pluto which to me was just kind of jackboots on the tarmac I, I had a, a such a strong sense of complete austerity hard times incredible control that we never had in our lifetimes and this was kind of going back to the 1930s in in Germany yes. really yeah. um, and then all of this year on top of that we've had a very dominant aspect of Saturn square Uranus a square is a clash so Saturn is the government, its rules, regulations, doing things for your safety. Um, every, everybody needs to be controlled. Whereas Uranus is not a hope of that. It's freedom, <laughs> independence, sovereignty, autonomy, maverick. I'm going to break the rules. It's the planet of awakening. It's the planet of higher consciousness. It's the planet of the galactic. But also it's the planet of the future. And Saturn is the planet of the past. Now, this year, Saturn has had the upper hand, I believe. And th the last exact square between these two at this time will happen on Christmas Eve. But as we go into 2022, that still is loosely operational. But I believe Uranus starts to have a much, a much bigger say in this. And this is, that's the revelation and revolution side of it. Because Uranus is to do with the truth rebellion, revolution, freedom, as I say, independence. Um, it, it also, it will absolutely bring the, the, the sword of truth and clarity into any situation. It will not tolerate um, any untruth or corruption. So it's, it's surges of energy. It's like, it's about bolts of lightning. Um, it is linked to things like EMFs, both man-made EMFs, but also natural EMFs, for instance, because this is cosmologically true, that because there's a drop in the magnetic shield around the Earth, imagine it like a cotton wool buffer that we've had forever. That has now dropped significantly. So the Earth is now receiving much more high-level cosmic and galactic energy. And that in turn is, is causing um, upgrades for the Earth itself. The molten core of the Earth is expanding, and that's causing the crust to crack hence more earthquakes, because Uranus is also the planet of earthquakes and volcanoes. It's a sudden eruptive <coughs> energy. So it's to do with um, coronal mass ejections, solar flares, M-class storms, that kind of thing. It's very cosmic energy in surges. It's electrical energy. And I was listening to somebody yesterday. I don't know if he's a cosmologist or an astronomer at Colvin College in the U.S., I couldn't catch his name. It was a foreign name. But he, for many years, has been studying two binary star systems that his maths tell him are going to collide next year in a supernova explosion. Um, so that is pure Uranian energy. And my sense is not only that this will bring up much more revolution on the streets, but Uranus is the kind of planet that can flip everything because it's so sudden in its surges yeah. of energy, it can just flip the whole game, flip the board, flip the picture, and the next day you can wake up and you're in a different world. So whether that's a pole shift, because the North Pole is moving so quickly, GPS systems have to be updated more often, 
whether it's something like that or a massive coronal mass ejection that hits us and takes out the power grids or something. But it's, I, I don't know what and when next year because Uranus is the planet of surprises and the unexpected. So whatever astrologers think it's going to be, it won't be that because there'll always be a rug pull. There'll always be a surprise. Mm. But this is very uppity energy and you can see it with people already. You know, all over the UK right now, people are saying, I'm not going to comply. I'm going to have the Christmas I want, not the Christmas that's been dictated to me as last year. So it's a a more unstable energy. And so events are going to be happening very quickly. It's going to be a much more dramatic, fast-moving year. And things that we have known as foundational in our lives, maybe our home, our job, the systems, education, legal, political, medical, the whole lot is going to crumble, the whole lot. And and a lot of that crumbling is going to happen by the end of next year. And that may be very scary in one way, but there's another beautiful aspect, which I'll talk about, if you want me to, Sandy, in a moment, about about what's coming that is so exciting. Because Uranus is also the plant of excitement, but it's not steady, it's not stable. Mm. Well... I do want you to talk about that, but let's take a quick break now and then we can dive straight back into it afterwards. You're listening to What Is Going On. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer and I'm speaking with internationally celebrated professional astrologer Pam Gregory, whose busy YouTube channel and wildly popular monthly newsletter regularly receive hundreds of thousands of views. We'll be back with more from Pam Gregory after the break. The future of Internet radio is here. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Vox Novus, the new voice. Vox Novus, the new dimension. Vox Novus, thought and movement leaders who will share from their experience and offer tools to help us navigate our rapidly changing world. My name is Victor Furman. Join me every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Own Times Radio for Vox Novus, the new voice. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, host of OMTIME's flagship radio show, What Is Going On? And my passion is helping people like you find credible answers to your deepest spiritual questions. As an author, editor, TV radio host, and 13 times book judge, I've read thousands of books and interviewed hundreds of authors, so I know what's worth reading and what's not. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. 
They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Which is why I founded the No BS Spiritual Book Club to help you save time and money by picking the brains of discerning names who've walked this path before you. There's no catch, no joining fees, and no BS. Just an ever-growing library of the 10 best spiritual books that helped some of your favorite authors and teachers on their life paths, along with free book excerpts, audios, and video podcasts in which they share the intimate stories behind their lists and their journeys. Regardless of where you're at on your evolutionary journey, You'll find dozens of enlightening and empowering recommendations at the No BS Spiritual Book Club. People like Dan Millman, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., David G., Yanda Van Zant, Lee Harris, Mark Nepo, Emmanuel Dagger, Diva Primal, and Meeting, and many more. So why not join the club? It's easy and it's free at the NoBSSpiritualBookClub.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. If you're feeling increasingly lonely right now, you're not alone. It's totally normal. Even though we may not be able to get together in person, connecting virtually with friends and family still gives you a chance to interact with people and may help raise your spirits. Join a virtual book club, set up group text chats, or online video coffee breaks with coworkers. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. Welcome back. Before we resume this week's conversation, here's a suggestion for those of you who struggle with making important decisions. Check out a book called The Necktie and the Jaguar by retired clinical psychologist, Jungian analyst and shamanic practitioner Carl Greer. In addition to revealing how he tapped into the wisdom and power of unseen worlds for guidance and inspiration, Carl's fascinating memoir offers some valuable keys and some great questions that inspire the kind of thinking that guides you effortlessly on your own path to transformation. You can find out more at carlgreer.com. And now back to Pam Gregory. Pam, let's talk some more about Uranus. Um, this is, I've always found Uranus to be a really um, interesting sign because, as you said, it really does, you know, it, it just changes the whole situation overnight. And I've experienced that a few times. Um, so it, it is exciting. It's also somewhat fearsome. Yes, it's like on, on a roller coaster. You can either mm. be terrified or excited. 
You yeah. know, so it's, 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 it's that kind of energy. I think it will also really promote communities and collaboration, people coming together, and this is happening a lot all over the world. Like-minded people are coming together in groups, buying land, starting to grow their own food, and basically getting out of the system. So it's very much the planet of uh, collaboration and community in that sense. It's also because it's in Taurus until 2026. This is going to bring up new financial systems, plural, I believe. Not just one financial system, but, but other systems which are independent of centralized control. Blockchain, digital, that kind of thing. And they will pr- proliferate, but there are going to be some independent ones. And that's really what crypto started as, um, independent currencies. So I think we're going to have a lot going on in that area. As I say, it's going to break down all the old systems we've known. Homeschooling is becoming very big, certainly in the UK, um, because people are taking their children out of the education system. And there are a lot of questions, obviously, around political systems, legal systems, medical systems. They're all going to go. We have a beautiful aspect coming up next year, which um, we can really look forward to, because what's interesting at this time, although there's a lot of collapse, it's almost like we're living on two levels because on the 3D level, there's chaos and collapse. On another level, people are just surfing the waves. And I listened to a particular um, aspect of an ascended master, Dwal Kul. He's, he, the, the being is called Zachariah. I've listened to him for years and he has been so accurate. And when I asked him about the energy coming up at this winter solstice, He said it won't just be around the day of the winter solstice. It will be this year from the 15th of December till the 11th of January, almost four weeks. And that is an incredible length of time to have this surge of evolutionary energy for humanity. And that's very Uranian as well, of course, this higher energy. So we're going on evolutionary waves now. And this beautiful aspect next year, and all astrologers will be talking about it, is a conjunction between Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces. It's exact on the 12th of April at 23 degrees of Pisces. So if you have anything particularly around 22 to 24 Pisces or even Scorpio or Cancer, you'll be feeling this. And it's just, well, let me, let me describe. It's like a huge bubble of light, really. We are going to feel it not just in April, but really the first five months of next year. Um, and at a lower level of expression, I think it's important to say this conjunction between Jupiter and Neptune happens every 13 years, but it hasn't happened in Pisces since 1856. Jupiter and Neptune are both very happy in Pisces. It's the ancient ruler and the modern ruler. But Pisces is unlimited water, boundaryless water. So what happened in 1856 was there was a lot of flooding, particularly in Europe, particularly in France. When Jupiter dived into Pisces this year, 2021, from May till the end of July, we again had huge flooding in Europe, particularly Germany and Belgium. So I do anticipate flooding of some kind somewhere and issues around water, all kinds of issues around water. At a lower level of expression, let me explain that first and then the higher, um, it can increase people's confusion, any sense of hypnosis or psychosis or delusion. Emotions may be running high, but, and there could be more inflation because Neptune is linked to oil and Jupiter expands everything, anything it touches. When you have hard aspects between Neptune and Jupiter, you tend to get a big bubble of something. When this happened in Aquarius, it was the big tech bubble. This could be a big bubble around the oil price, which, of course, will ricochet onto delivery prices for everything. So we could see quite a lot of inflation around there. However, on the spiritual level, this is beautiful in terms of it magnifies your manifestation ability. It's high-frequency energy. It's about touching the divine touching the ethereal, it's magical, it's mystical, we feel compassion for all beings, we feel oneness, we want to connect to source, this is like a big love, big unconditional love, we want to give of ourselves and how can we be of spiritual service to others. 
Um, William Blake, for instance, the visionary, had this strongly in his chart. It's actually a trine between Jupiter and Neptune, but it's, it's very linked to visionary, mystical energy and imagination. So this is going to sweep away old structures like a spiritual tsunami. You know, the, th- the three, in, in physics, you can't have this very high level of frequency and lower level coexisting at the same time for any extended period. The lower is always dissolved by the higher. It's called downward causation. And so this is going to be a, a, a huge push to accelerate the collapse of the old as well. But people will want to live with more spiritual meaning. They'll want to blend with the divine. And... Um, it really is quite quite beautiful. We'll have to be careful to keep our feet on the ground, but I would start dreaming a big dream for that time. Dreaming a big dream because Jupiter actually enters Pisces on the 29th of December, which I think, for other reasons, I think we could end this year with a bang for other reasons because Mars is very strong, but Jupiter enters Pisces 29th of December and is in Pisces until the 11th of May. So... It, it, if you want to ride that spiritual wave to get to a much higher level of being, a higher timeline, this is going to offer us gifts galore. So start dreaming a big dream because it's such great manifesting energy. And then after that, Jupiter moves into Aries on the 11th, 12th of May. And this is about, this is about visionary spiritual leadership and us becoming spiritual warriors for our cause. And... I'd really sort of suggest that you be aware of the light because Jupiter in June, July next year comes to conjunct a dwarf planet called Selassia. And Selassia in myth was the the wife of Neptune. She's mermaid energy and she's connected to the shimmering light, moonlight or sunlight on the water. And she, for me, is linked to photonic energy, this this very Mm. high frequency white light which we've got pouring onto our earth because the magnetic shield has dropped and this is what is upgrading us upgrading every cell in our body in every moment we're going through massive physical upgrades and people have got all kinds of physical symptoms as evidence for that Mm. so this is something we can really look forward to that can connect us to it can these surges can take us to a higher level but the combination of of Jupiter, this visionary spiritual big bubble, and Uranus also wanting us to get to a higher level of being. It's higher mind, it's the superconscious. Um, that is a very exciting combination for raising our consciousness next year, and is a totally different energy. Much less stable, much wilder, much more dramatic and fast-moving, but it is bringing the change in to get us to new Earth, which is what mm. we need. You say on your website, um, astrology is already reflecting our evolution of consciousness. Um, this, is, this is the thing that always interests me. Is astrology reflecting? Is it leading? Uh, are we, you know, leading it? Or is it, you know, this beautiful marriage, this dance of yin-yang that, you know, we are informing it and it's informing us? Did you know, Sandy, that's a really good question because when I wrote that, I actually, I had the same questions as you. Which way is this working? And again, I think it's a, it's a co-creation. But certainly I think the planets are discovered by astronomers when we are ready to really understand um, the archetypes because the Kuiper Belt objects, which largely are orbiting beyond the um, orbits of Pluto, have a much higher, finer energy much lighter and they operate on well firstly they're all deeply connected to the 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 powerful life force of nature in a kind of shamanic way but they also operate on on quantum principles and by quantum i mean i was quoting in a recent video somebody i know a friend of mine needed a hip operation and it was going to be extremely expensive, about £30,000, a lot of my money, that's about $40,000. She didn't have that money. She was in a great deal of pain. And she thought, well, you know, I'd have to work incredibly hard, evenings, weekends, to earn that extra money. It's a huge amount of money. Or I could just go out to my favorite trees, set a clear intention, release it to the universe, that that money would come in in some way. And I never know, you know we never know the how. And within a month somebody just gifted her that exact amount of money <laughs> as a thank you for all the work she'd done for him over the years. 
That quantum, the first way of doing it is 3D. We've got to work and push and write a business plan and see the bank manager and get a loan. And That's 3D. That's done. We are going to be operating much, much more at that quantum level of getting very clear on what we want, setting an intention, releasing it to the, stepping into it as if it's already happened, releasing it to the universe, and hey, presto, very quickly it comes back to us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a co-creative process, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But great question, because I did struggle with that myself when I was writing it. So, yeah. So it's, a, it, it's, weave, it, it's woven together. We discover these planets when we're ready to receive them. But equally, we, from this point on, having discovered them, we are now, because I'm thinking about them, researching them, we are now co-creating. We're weaving that energy into our consciousness and into our futures. Mm. Yeah, so do, you, do you um, follow other um, methods? I mean, I like to look at, you know, numerology and uh, I've studied palmistry and human design and various other things. And um, it's interesting that what you're talking about, the um, Pluto, uh, you know, America, what's happening, this huge change, etc., etc., has also been predicted, or not predicted, but is also um, connected to the end of the long night, the 400 year plus long night in the Mayan calendar, when the power is supposed to shift away from America to the yeah. east. And here's astrology showing this, here's the Mayan calendar pointing to it. I wonder whether you go and consult anything else beyond astrology to back up what you're seeing. I don't, um, simply because of time, really, I don't, I'm not a numerologist um, or a palmist, but what interests me most, most, I think, is the spiritual side, you know, this whole thing about frequency, we determine our own reality. Yeah. Yeah. Our frequency, as you well know, Sandy, the universe is just a mirror feeding back your, what you're broadcasting, but also I'm very interested in science and the quantum physics and mm. how that is operating. And that, to me, gives me my validation more than anything. It's the science and the physics, the cosmology of what's happening. And the cosmology of what's happening, it's the physics of light. And it's unstoppable because, because of this drop in the magnetic shield and the Earth moving through the photon belt, which only happens roughly once every 12,000 years, give or take 500 years, um, that's what's allowing in this incredible high-frequency light. And because it's the physics of light and cosm cosmology, it is unstoppable. No government rule or regulation can stop that happening. And mm. that is what gives me my, my confirmation, my validation more than anything. So it isn't that I go to other people, really. I, I go to thinking about frequency and I go to thinking about science, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think we have to, ultimately, because that's where the answers lie. Yeah, and it's on yeah. stop it. That's what's so exciting, because you're way beyond 3D. You know, the cosmos is in charge mm. here. You know, we're not yeah. in our little 3D life. So that's what gives me real confidence that we are on an unstoppable trajectory for those who want to live a spiritual life. And then, you know, we're on the adventure of a lifetime right now. We are just yeah. right on the edge. And if we look at the, the mind calendar, which um, ended at the end of 2012, and a lot of people talked about that, and the golden age is going to be in 2032, which so many people have talked about, and that's Hopi prophecies and you know, many ancient prophecies, we are absolutely that midpoint right now. So we're... Yeah. At tipping point. We, I, I literally feel in these next few months, which are going to be very tough at the 3D level, we are going over the, the pivot of the seesaw. And as we get into even, even April, even May next year, although it's going to be a very revolutionary and unstable year, life is going to look very different even by then from what we've had all through our lifetimes. And mm. it's going to feel wild, but if you can turn your, <laughs> your terror into excitement and start focusing on what you want to build, I mean, that wonderful Buckminster Fuller quote about don't focus on what's, what's collapsing, put all of your energy and focus into what you want to create, even if it's invisible, yeah. even if it's just a feeling of love, joy, hugging, peace, collaboration, even if it's just that, because we are then activating certain emotions which then will feed back to us. 
Yeah. And if we yeah. can do that on, on a collective level, we really are gathering momentum. The more of us that can do this, you know, we are rocking into new earth then. We need to, don't we? Because, I mean, we're seeing so much reversal going on. We're seeing so many countries turning their backs on globalism and reverting to nationalism. We're seeing a lot of, you know, in America, abortion rights. We're seeing so many reversals that yeah. we need. We need the compassion and, um, you know, everything else to come forward to 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 change some of this yeah yeah absolutely uh, you know it's we're waking up to gosh this isn't working so well for me anymore mm. and also pluto moving through capricorn is about deconstructing any corrupt external authority and at the same time teaching us to be our own inner authority because the externals aren't working you know if, mm. if they're not obeying the rules that they're setting for us that's not working. So it brings us back to developing our own sense of anchor, center, and internal authority. And that's a very good place to be as we go through these next couple of years. It's the only place to be, isn't it? I mean, what yes. else can we trust? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. So people are going to want to know um, COVID specifically. Um, do you see this continuing? I mean, some people are saying, oh, my God, it's here for life. I don't believe that. Um, but, you know, what do you see? What is the astrology telling us? Yeah, I do see a lot of it easing again by um, sort of April, May next year. And I think it's partly once people change their views about the government narrative, and many people are doing that, that in itself <laughs> um, will help it help us all to move beyond that because I think if you're in fear that reduces your immune system you're more likely to become ill if your immune system mm -hmm. is lower so I think it's just getting the more of us that get way beyond the 3D and all that that represents there's going to be a huge shift so I see by April May next year a lot of this is going to be easing because I think a lot is going to come out around the narrative of this whole pandemic. I, I, you know, it's fire hosing out on alternative media all the time, but I think it's going to start to come out in a bigger way. And that's the shift that we need to make. And it's a big part, I think, of next year. Mm, and I think as that... we get into... Sorry, sorry, Sandy. No, no, carry on. Keep going. And I think as we get into 2023, particularly around April, it was very interesting. Saturn is the planet of limitation and constriction. Aquarius is the planet of freedom, is the sign of freedom. March 22nd, 2020, Saturn moved into Aquarius. Limitations on freedom. March 23rd, most of the Western world went into lockdown. And Saturn will stay in Aquarius until April, sorry, March 2023, and then leave Aquarius. So I think there's going to be an even bigger easing by March 2023, when we are going to start to see a lot more of our freedoms coming back. And from then on, I think it's just going to get better and better into New Earth, which is 2030. 20, well, the golden age is 2032. So the toughest time is actually right now. We've had two very tough contracted years, the next few months, because what, <coughs> what I think governments will try and do is to exert more control to try and hang on, you know, last gasp and last grasp yes. of power. Yes. And, and governments in the UK, I mean, the last day or so, we've had more restrictions coming in again and question mark, will Christmas happen? Um, so there is this attempt to have greater control, that's Saturn, but... Uranus is going to win the day because Uranus always wins the day because it's the future and it's the further out planet orbit wise so that's why I think there's going to be a lot more resistance to that control and that's why the whole thing's going to break down in the next few months which will not be comfortable at the 3D level but it's I'm, going to happen I'm very interested in how technology plays a role in all of this because uh, it's it's almost like a perfect storm you know if we didn't have the strides that we've made in us you know in technology a lot of the things that are happening right now i mean for instance you talked about the um you know the in the news in england the last few days about this so-called christmas party that happened um at 10 downing street or in downing street could we would never have known about that if somebody hadn't 
taken a video of it on their phone, for goodness yeah. sake. I mean, nothing is safe anymore. Uh, for yeah. those that want to hide, nothing is safe anymore because we have the technology. And with artificial intelligence, you know, we're going to have a lot more of it. How do you see that panning out? Because many people are afraid of that. Yes, they are. And, and I think quite rightly so in that respect. And I think some technology will be very benevolent. Um, things like free energy, you know, a lot of the Tesla um, mm -hmm. inventions, I think they're going to be really wonderful. I think we're going to have some, uh, they already exist actually, sort of light capsules that can help to heal you. There's something called the harmonic egg and also something called um, tachyon beds. If you go into tachyon.org, there's one in London, for instance, they exist quite a few in yes. America. So we've got these, these light capsule technologies. So technology can be very beneficial for us, but equally, you're absolutely right, Sandy. There's um, some technology is, uh, I think, less, less kind to us as humanity. And I think, again, we have to choose. We have to say, no, I'm not going down that route. I mean, for instance, having seen a documentary on the social um, credit system in China some years ago, I, I refuse to use my mobile phone on a daily basis. I will never take it with me when I go out. I'll turn it on maybe once every two months. And I refuse um, because I, I know where that trajectory is heading. So I'm just not going to be making that part of my life. And I know for many people it is, but I'm going to resist being dragged into that trajectory. So I think we have to be extremely wise in our choices. And also, at the end of the day, we decide as the people, the power of the people, what we are going to say yes to and what we're going to say no to. And I think we've got Absolutely. to step into that sense of power in a much bigger way than we ever have in our lifetimes. Yeah. Because if we don't, I, like, yeah, don't like something that's coming down the track, it's down to us to say collectively, no, thank you. Yes, yes. And this is the thing that I've always been banning the dr drum about is that we are so strong together and most people do not think that their voice counts, but it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing some wow. wonderful groups starting to form all over the world, a lot of them in the UK. And it really is Aquarian energy, people coming together, the power yes. of people together to say very nicely, not aggressively, not violently, no, we are not doing this anymore. And I think that will be a very big theme going through next year. Yeah, cool. Very good. So you're very positive about next year and beyond, um, which is good to know. But, you know... We're going to have some work to do on ourselves as well as, you know, otherwise work on, um, you know, riding out the storms, so to speak. And I think the biggest thing, and it's something I'm endlessly banging on about, as you know, Sandy, I think the biggest thing is work on your frequency because you will automatically self-select the higher timeline or the lower depending on your frequency it's just a, it's an unconscious automatic thing so if you're in fear watching the, the news every night you're going to be on a lower future timeline than if you never watch the news which i haven't for almost two years now and say no i'm going to work on my frequency my meditation being in nature i'm going to choose the high road and you do it entirely on your frequency you just attract it to you attract the right people the right circumstances and that's how we're going to do it, because if you get on that higher road, I mean, I don't feel part of mainstream society at all now. I haven't even been to my tiny local town in, in two years almost. I just am mm. not participating in the system, less and less and less. And so if we make those choices, that kind of social control that we've seen just collapses because there aren't enough people in it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. frequency yeah. is everything in choosing your future. Your frequency is your future. That's a great title for a book, Pam. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have to end it there, I'm afraid. We're, we're almost out of time. Pam Gregory, thank you so much for joining us today, sharing yes, your wisdom enjoy. and your research. Yes, yeah, it's been a joy, Sandy. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Um, and if you want to know more about Pam, you can go to her website, pamgregory.com and thenextstep.uk.com. 
Uh, you'll find loads of information about her books, um, how to co-create using the secret language of the universe, and you don't really believe in astrology, do you? Love those titles. And you can also sign up for her um, wonderfully extensive monthly newsletter that offers comments on world events and how they reflect the astrology of the moment. And watch some of her many, many, many teaching videos. That's it for us this week. Um, we'll be back again at the same time next week. And once again, Pam Gregory, thank you. Absolute joy. It's so lovely to connect with you, Sandy. Thank you and have a wonderful day. You too, Pam. Bye-bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.